Okay, is this recording now? Good, 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 good. I just recorded this intro, spent the last two minutes talking to a microphone, realized I hadn't pressed the record button, but those are the fun things about recording. Speaking of the fun things about recording, here we are, episode two. It was actually the first recording that I did, and whilst the episode with David was released as the first episode, this, what you're going to hear now, is my very first podcast recording and the very first guest interview that I did. It was really fun, a really great conversation. Uh, for anyone who's recorded a podcast before, they know this. Uh, it can be a bit weird hearing your voice back, but also editing it and all the filler words and those sorts of things. But I think it turned out really well. I think it's a great episode can't wait for you to listen to it and I guess that's the thing with podcasting right I'll get better at interviewing as I go along the more people that I speak to the easier it's going to become I'm having so many cool conversations with people I can't wait for you to hear all of them but for now let's get into it episode two Hello and welcome to the Collecting Heroes podcast. For anyone returning after the last episode, thank you for coming back. For any new listeners, really glad to have you here. Um, my name is JD. I am the host, the collector of collectors, if you will. And I'm really excited today because myself, I am a Batman collector and the character that we're going through today and the person I'm interviewing today collects Harley Quinn who is part of the Batman universe. Um, so can I give you a really big welcome and say hello, Puddin, to my guest, Angel, Angel Young. How are you going? Uh, pretty good. That's good. And you're from Missouri in the US. Did I pronounce that right? My Australian accent. I'm yeah. sorry if I, if I yeah. that. It's, yeah, Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So with Harley Quinn, as I said, I, you know, I'm, I'm a Batman fan myself, so I'm familiar with the character, but let's sort of go into that character for people who don't know much about Harley Quinn first. So Harley Quinn is a character that w was part of the Batman animated series, um, yes. came out in 1992 was the first episode. Um, and yep. then made her way into her first comic appearance in 93, which is a bit of a, backwards way of, of characters coming into the DC like you, right? Um, because yeah, normally everyone from comic book movies, whether it be Batman through to the Avengers, it always sort of comes from the comic book and then starts from the page and then ends up on the screen, whereas she started really on the screen, ended up on the page afterwards. Yeah, so, she, she was supposed to just be like a, a little one-off, one and done. Yeah. But they really liked her like a female henchman for, for the Joker, right? Right. Yep. And, and people would really know of her because that icon, like iconic uh, suit that she has, the red and black suit, like the Jester yeah. suit, um, which was also uh, fashioned off a Days of Our Lives character, I believe, as well. Yep. Um, and uh, it was played by Arlene Sorkin, who yes. voiced Harley. Exactly, exactly. Um, she's been voiced by, by quite a number of people, but um, I think Arlene has done quite a number of things that in yeah. the animated form, including some of the Arkham games, I believe as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I know I've for sure the first one. 
Okay. I think Tara took over with B second. Tara with Strong. That's city. right. Yeah. Yeah, Tara Strong, who who is a uh, I guess famous in voice acting circles. Yeah. Does does a lot of different comic characters. I'm I'm trying to think. I know she I know she's done a, quite a number. I think like My Little Pony and all sorts of different characters on on different shows um, that yep. within pop culture. But yes, very very much this whole backward sort of screen to page instead of page to screen which is awesome and i guess that sort of takes me into my my first uh question for you which so why harley quinn you know where did you first discover her was it the animated series or and what drew you to her as well uh it was the animated series i i've always loved batman and before harley like i was obsessed with catwoman like i i loved her (laughs) and i remember I was little and I watched uh, Batman the Animated Series and I remember the first time I saw her I was just like who is this girl like I loved I loved the look and I loved like everything about her but it, like obviously she was just kind of a brief part of that episode initially yeah. so it it was a few episodes before I really like was like oh I love her yes favorite character and I think it was Bad Love that was actually the episode that like I got to see what she was capable of and she was more than just like this goofy henchman in the background. She like Batman even said she was able to stop him where the Joker never could. Mm. And I was like, this character is amazing. <laughs> I yeah. love her. So and I love is it's like it's one of the, those iconic episodes really for her yes. character. Um even for Joker, you know, like as well, like like the way mm-hmm. it all plays with him. Um and I think they even they made that into a comic book of its own yeah. well yes um yeah so yeah I, that's that's great I, I think with Catwoman I also you know being a, a Batman fan myself I I started off with the um the 66 tv show the classic one with, with Adam West and um and you know all those characters w- were so sort of over the top that when when I was you know a young boy and the Michael Keaton movie came out I just was hooked from the start um, and I know when Batman Returns came out behind, like behind that, um, having that Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman, you know, every every oh, boy, yeah. every man was in love with Michelle <laughs> Pfeiffer Catwoman. I think, yeah, she's still to this day probably one of the most iconic Catwomans, you know. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and how long have you been collecting for? So you, you you said when you were a little girl, you kind of became obsessed with the character. When when yeah. did you when did you first start? collecting pieces was it something you bought with pocket money or something that was given to you as a gift for christmas um i mean in a way like i have my whole life but i didn't really start actively thinking of anything as a collection until i was probably in high school so like oh i don't want to think about how many years ago that was um <laughs> uh, probably i don't know 15 or so years so Wow. Uh, like I've had some things since I was a child and then like a lot of other things I've just gotten over the years. And I did see because you've been doing um, sort of like a question a day on Instagram mm-hmm. at the moment and later we'll, we'll go through your socials and then so everyone knows where to find you. But I know on your Instagram you had one of the questions was what was the first piece you collected? So can you tell me about that first piece as well? Um, I'm not sure where my mom found it because I think I had to be like seven 
seven or eight or something when we got it. But I remember like specifically the joy I had that I had like a figure because especially where I lived, I didn't live near the big Warner Brothers stores or anything. So like I had to get whatever came to like Walmart or whatever stores were near us, Toys R Us, things like that. Yeah. So I was very excited to find this character that I couldn't ever find anything of like to have toys or merchandise. And can you so I remember listeners as well. Um, she's, let's see, what was the figure called? A knockout punching glove with trick gun or something like that. It's a little, probably like three or four inch tall, um, animated series classic figure. So she, like, she comes with accessories that I lost over time. I ended up repurchasing her later in like a box and left her in that one in the box next to the original one. As, so. as most collectors do, right? There's a lot of stuff that doesn't get out of the box. Um, yeah. And that knockout punch, so that was like one of those mechanical arms that sort of has like a spring loaded or something. Is, is, yeah. Is that what it is? Oh, mm -hmm. Excellent. excellent. One, one of the classic the, the toys. And it's funny, yeah. actually, as collectors, you know, we, we do have a lot of things as we get older that we buy um, because of the nostalgia, you know. So you have mm -hmm. this, this item that you played with as a little girl and now as an adult, you own again, but it, you know you have it where you can look at it in the packet and have that memory. But uh, I, yeah. I think you've actually still got the original one, even though all the accessories yeah. were there with it. You've got both versions, which is I think mm -hmm. is really really cool. And so, how many pieces do you think you currently have in your collection? Do you, do you have an idea of, of how how many you have at the moment? I've spent a while trying to to figure that out. I just spent like three days dusting and and organizing everything this week. I saw that on so, your YouTube. I saw that you were yeah. It 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 took so long. But uh I think I was trying to like guess between like comics and like statues, figures, clothes, everything, maybe somewhere between eight hundred to a thousand things. Wow. Somewhere now, in that ballpark. I know I know from the photos that you sent me, I, I know looking at those photos I thought, oh maybe she's got a couple hundred you know like yeah. maybe 150 to 200 maybe even 300 but wow almost a thousand pieces That's crazy. i don't even have everything out on the shelves like not everything's out on display yeah well that, that was actually going to be my next my next question to you like was you know as collectors we, we do always run out of space to sometimes you know display things so how do you go about storing some of those things and, and do you swap things over time like displaying things I definitely swap like I have a ton of art prints and things like that. I swap those out all the time. And like I have some comics that are up on the wall and I'll swap those out mm -hmm. periodically. So like everything gets its chance to shine. But um, there's like kind of more random things. I have a bunch of um, what is the word for it? Like party decor stuff that I got from a party shop that's like cups and different little things for some reason that you would have at a party it's like yeah, plates yeah. and cups and and all that kind of stuff uh with the classic design on it that i just kind of keep those put away um i have like collector's plates from the 90s from warner brothers that i don't have out on display because i'm afraid they're gonna get broken <laughs> things you know just different things like that purses and, and backpacks and just all kinds of stuff capes 
I have all kinds, I have like every fake I could think of that like just won't easily fit on a shelf is just kind of like in a box in my closet until I can figure out how to put it up somewhere. And it's funny when as well, when you're, um, when you're collecting these things, how you get that, uh, I don't know what the, uh, the, there's a, there's a term for it. like a, like a psychological term for when you, you're, you start looking for something or you're thinking of purchasing something, whether it be a car or whatever it be. Um, and then you may not have seen many of them beforehand, but then once it's this, this, this conscious thing in the front of your mind, you can't not see them everywhere you go. So if you, you know, you want to buy a certain car, you're going to see that car everywhere, you know, because you yeah. can notice it because it's the front of your mind. This is something I want. And I guess it's the same thing with Harley. You wouldn't normally notice all these things. And some of them, like you said, could be like sort of very odd pieces. Mm-hmm but you know you see them everywhere you look now every like you probably have this thing like anything red and black you're kind of like a bower of bird with blue yep. right anything red and black <laughs> you know, yep. yourself, like hey is that harley thing do i have that and have you had that where you've actually purchased something you got home and you went, you realize later oh hang on i've already got this do you keep a list of some things like how, how do you track that when you get to a, towards a thousand pieces i somehow i remember if I start to question it all, like I'm lucky that I can like pull up Instagram on my phone and be like, do I have that? <laughs> Did I get that? But usually I remember it's everybody else that that struggles to remember in my life. So a lot of times I don't get hardly as like a gift um, unless they look at like my wish list or something, stuff yeah. that I need to get. I'm so otherwise. <laughs> yeah, the same thing with Batman. Like most people don't buy me Batman gifts unless I tell them specifically it's something that i want same thing with yeah. like my batman lego collection my my girlfriend purchased me a heap of batman lego for my last um for the last christmas and i was actually when i say she purchased them i actually went out and bought them all we had a, had a <laughs> for christmas i bought them all i said there you go there's all my christmas presents for this <laughs> she just doesn't know like if she goes and tries to yeah. buy them off the shelf she may get me something that i've already already got mm-hmm. um and so when you're talking about those things like the party supplies and, and everything like that, what would you say is the weirdest sort of Harley Quinn um, item that you have within your collection? I know, I know there's something I noticed from the photos that you sent me. I don't know if you're, is it what you're going to mention, but it, it, it might be, it might not be. I know the weirdest one, like people always comment on how ugly it is and I love it, but I have, um, I don't know if you know, like what the whack-a-mole like arcade game things are yeah, yeah. where you have like the hammer and the stuff pops up. Uh-huh. There was a Batman one called Whack-A-Villain oh, and like yeah. the villains would pop up and I have the Harley out of that um, machine. <laughs> so I think that's my weirdest and she's so ugly and she's so abused, but I love Wait, her. When you, when you, so when you're talking about, you're not talking about like a little um, one that you would buy from like Walmart or something for kids to play with. You're talking about like in an actual arcade, like yes. center where you go <laughs> in to play whack a mole and and yeah. bowling or whatever they call it. Um, mm-hmm. How did you get a hold of that pizza? Be honest. Here. Um, I'm guessing someone disassembled one, like disassembled <laughs> the machine for some reason, and then a friend of mine was sell- she actually lives in Australia. Uh, she was selling some of her collection and she's like, Hey, you're like the, the most dedicated Harley person. I know she's like, I would rather this go to you than anybody else. So if you want to like buy it from me, 
And I was like, yes, <laughs> I want that ugly thing. <laughs> Give her to me and I will love her. When I was looking at your collection, one of the things that I noticed that I thought would have probably stood out to a lot of people is the life-size Harley Quinn that you have in your collection as well. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that. Where did that one come from? Um, It's made by... I don't know how you say it. NECA toys, NECA toys. Um, ECA, I think. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Um, it's made by them. They, it came out in 2016 and, uh, funny enough, like my brother, my brother, uh, kind of mocks me for my collection a lot. And he, he had made a joke. He's like, well, you can get like a big life-size statue of like Catwoman or Harley or something. That'd be cool. And I was like, oh, you don't know what's coming. <laughs> and I had the I had that statue delivered to me at work because I didn't want to risk leaving it like on my porch if it came in while I was at work. And I realized it was not gonna fit in my car. And I had to call him to bring his truck. And he's like, what is this? What is this box? Like, it's a life-size Harley statue. You said that that would be cool. So I got one. <laughs> <laughs> and he's never made a suggestion since, has he? Nope. <laughs> That's a great, that's a great story. Um, I also saw that you have like, it looks like a large, um, like a banner from maybe like the cinemas uh, for the Harley Quinn, which almost when I first saw it, 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 because it's done in fluoro colors, I thought you actually had like some life-size neon sign up in your, in your room, but it, but it, it's, it just made to look like that in the, in the style. Yeah. And that's from the, that's yeah. from the most recent Harley Quinn movie, is it? Um, I think technically, yes, it was from a costume store, uh, Spirit Halloween. They had a huge, like, um, display this year or last year, technically for Birds of Prey. Yes. So like they had this huge cardboard, really cool sign, like that hung right above, like all of the Harley costumes and like all the Huntress and, uh, Black Canary and all of that. Uh, above all their costumes and I kept eyeballing it and I went up to the employees one day I'm like so I know you like break down the store and get rid of everything can can I get that sign <laughs> when you close so I, I went back like their last day when they were about to close and got the sign and barely fit it in my trunk <laughs> for I, I completely get that for the um people listening um obviously we're doing this through a video chat where i can see you and you can see me mm -hmm. you can see some of my batman collection in the background and you can actually see over my my right shoulder you may see the batman the large batman there and that yeah from bat i think that was actually from batman versus superman um yep. and that was in a in a store here in australia called big w and it's a similar thing where i saw this massive cardboard cutout at the bottom of it actually says team batman and I thought, oh, well, I've got to have that for my collection. And uh, <laughs> I went in, and, and originally they were saying, oh, I think the uh, I think the Warner Brothers representatives they take it back, you know. And I'm like, well, look, if mm -hmm. anyway, you can put this aside. I'll pay for it. I don't care. I just want this for my collection. And uh, luckily, they just let me yeah. put my mobile number on it. And when when it was um, done with the promotion, they called me, and I was able to come pick it up. And they, yeah. So I'm really happy to have that in my collection. Is space an issue? Like, where obviously within nearly a thousand pieces, I imagine it is. The photos that you sent me are they all from one specific room, or or do we have like, is this spilling out into other rooms of the house now? Um, most of them are in a specific room. 
the the sign we were just talking about is is like over my bed right now because I couldn't find a a big enough spot in the room with everything else. So I just had to. I took down a bunch of stuff that was on my wall in my bedroom. I'm like, we'll just put that here for now until I can figure something else out. <laughs> for the most part, I have it under control. I'm starting to realize I'm gonna need to figure out some new shelving space soon. But for right now, it's it's okay. Uh, it has its own room. It's all good. <laughs> do you like you mentioned your brother and everything? Do you still live with your family at the moment? Do you have your own place? Yeah. Well, I um, technically I live with my mom. Uh, I have health issues, so I couldn't live on my own uh, for a while. Okay. And now, like, I, I've got the boyfriend, but <laughs> like, oh. I, for a while, it was just like can't live by myself. Um, but my brother got a divorce and had to move back in, so now we're all crammed together. And oh. I still demand a room for my stuff. Yeah. I have the entire upstairs of my house to myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, I guess that was going to be my thing. Or like my question, I know you've got your boyfriend um, mm -hmm. who you stay with, and, and early before we started recording, you you mentioned the fact that you have things stored at his place as well. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you guys like moved out together. Um, specifically would you have to find a house that had a, a certain room that would be the harley room like could you like you couldn't live in a one-bedroom apartment or no a no room for example, right <laughs> no like that could, yeah it wouldn't work yeah we, that's a that's that's been a regular topic of discussion lately is is figuring out um a housing situation <laughs> because <laughs> of the amount of things i have so. I guess that's one of the that's one of the trials, right? That's one of the challenges of being a collector. You know, you've got all these things that you love. You you want to have somewhere to proudly display them. Um, yeah. You know, and, and definitely like you you need that space. You know, and let your let your fandom show like where, wherever. Yeah. You, you know. Um, oh. And so, what's your favorite version of Harley? I know you mentioned that you you came to love her through the animated series. Um, but is, is there a specific version? Because there's been so many different versions of Harley, right? There's been right. um, the animated version, there's now the comic version and sort of different storylines within the comic version. Mm -hmm. For me, I love Injustice. I, I played the Injustice yes. video game on mobile for years. Um, and I absolutely love uh, love the the written version of that as well. I think the storyline was fantastic. Matt Taylor, who's actually an Australian author, um, that actually helped to create that comic series. He, yeah, I've got the hardcover version signed by him, and um, I, I just love Harley in in, in that form. Um, yes, yeah, that's definitely Injustice Harley is definitely one of my favorites. Um, I'll like put aside animated series Harley because like that that does like immediately fall into my my favorite yeah um pretty close to that same vein is like what Sean Murphy's doing with White Knight and the like the solo White Knight series I actually got the very cool opportunity to like for the the mini series I don't know if you've got to, like seen it or got to read it or anything the series they just wrapped up like six issue um Batman White Knight presents Harley Quinn. I've seen um, it, I haven't read it yet. So uh, for some reason, Sean Murphy noticed me in the grand scheme of everything and uh, talked to me a lot about um, like the decisions they made with Harley in that series while they were writing the series. 
really? like kind of wanting yeah he he kind of wanted like a, a dedicated fans opinion on um like the decisions they were making he's like do you think this is okay do you, or what do you think about this so like i ended up knowing most of the story before it came out so you got to help actually create the you know like that little bit of that universe for for harley and, and then that character yeah. within that universe yeah. so helped to shape her personality and then the way she was represented that is fantastic and then like i got to uh there's a new suit um she gets at the end of that series that he he asked me like what my opinion for the name would be so like i got to help name it the suit so i was like this is it this is oh, peak wow. harley fan moment for me i i have contributed wow. to her history i can die happy <laughs> yeah yeah that look there's not a lot of collectors out there you know people who are, who are diehard fans who get to say something like that i think that that's, that's yeah. awesome that's really awesome um and so definitely the highlight i imagine sean murphy he's probably sent you all sorts of signed like uh maybe I, original artwork or anything like that oh god i wish <laughs> yeah, um that? come on he's, i, I he's, haven't at least paying i haven't yet collectibles, right <laughs> he um he i did get a signed copy from him and uh his wife because she's the one who wrote this mini series with him Okay. So I got a signed copy of the first issue of that, and he like drew a little Batman on the cover. Wow. So I mean, I kind of have like yeah, exactly. a little art thing. Yeah. And then um, that counts. Like he like he wants to like meet up whenever conventions are a thing again and stuff like that and like um or for <laughs> the I think the nicest thing that they've done is I had COVID before Christmas oh. and I was miserably sick. And uh, he's like, well, if you're up for it, uh, we, me and Katana can call you later. And I was like, okay, that would be cool. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> so like he called, they called and talked to me for like 45 minutes, I think, just like talking like perfectly nice, normal people. Like it, it was cool. I was like, I don't feel like I'm cool enough and I'm coughing and sick the whole time. I'm so sorry. Oh, they, they sound like really nice people. They, they really are like a part of me is like, I don't want to brag that they did that. But at the same time, like it speaks a lot for what really nice people they are. Yeah. To, like care. I think it also speaks a lot to the, the community, right? Like, you know, I talk about mm -hmm. freedom and I talk about pop culture, um, you know, I'm going to have so many different people on here from different places around the world on this show. So if I only had one person who's actually said no, thank you to, to being on the podcast um you know yeah. everyone within the different communities uh, they all embrace each other and having mm -hmm. people who are actually creating that art as well you know really yeah. embrace someone like yourself within that community um and obviously they were able to lean on your expertise and you know the the knowledge that you have but just being so nice not just using you for your knowledge but actually when yeah. you're at a time of need when you're sick actually reaching out to you that's that's fantastic and as i said i think it really speaks to to the people and the power of that community that we have as well definitely look i've, I've been talking to you for quite a while now and thank you so much for being on the show but before we do actually wrap things up i just wanted to um spring a little pop quiz on you and see how how you go and like based on your stories before about being a professional Harley Quinn uh, consultant for, for the, <laughs> I guess you could say now. 
I guess I guess that's true. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to ask you some questions, which will be I'm um, incredibly easy for you, I'm sure, most of these. Um, but I just thought it'd be a little fun way to wrap things up is to, to have this little pop quiz. Um, and so here we go. We've got five questions for you. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. So here you go. Nice, easy one, I think, to start off. And I think they're all going to be easy for you, honestly. What was Harley's name before she became Harley Quinn? Uh, like her, her regular name? Regular name, yes. Okay. Uh, Dr. Harleen Quinzel. Aha. Uh -huh. Ding, ding, ding. I have to get <laughs> uh, sound effects for this. Uh, so also, what are her nicknames for the Joker? Um... Puddin is one of the like most prominent ones. Yep. Oh gosh. Angel face. I know that one. Puddin. Oh, no. There was another one I was thinking of as well. I'm trying to think on the spot. <laughs> it's got a, uh, it's I know. Got, it's got an initial in it. I'll give you that hint. Oh, Mr. J. Yeah. Of course. Of course. There we go. Ding, ding, I don't know. The pressure <laughs> it <was getting> to <laughs> me. <laughs> it's all right you're doing well you're doing great so you're two for two all right i, I mean put in was it was an acceptable answer straight away um okay so question number three joker and harley's daughter what is her name uh from injustice is lucy lucy uh-huh yes uh, they they do they have a, a daughter in another one but I know that you haven't read it yet, so. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's and, why I was like, wait, should I clarify? <laughs> and see, this is where I say, say that, you know, these questions, you're the professional. You'll probably know more than I do. Like, these, these are easy <laughs> questions. But but Lucy was the correct answer that I was looking for. Um, and can you tell me the name for extra points? Can you tell me the name of the other daughter? Oh, for the one I was talking about? Yes. Uh, Bryce. Bryce, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say ding 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 because obviously you you know the answer and I don't. Know that one. She she has a uh, twins, Jackie and Bryce. Ah, okay, Jackie and Bryce. A so boy and a girl. Nice, nice. Um, okay, what are the names of Harley's hyenas in the animated series? Bud and Lou. Uh huh. And for bonus points, what is the name of her hyena in the movie universe? Bruce. And ding, ding, ding again. All right. So last question. This one is connected um, as well. What famous director named his daughter after Harley Quinn? Kevin Smith. Yes, yes. Also, when we're talking about the pop culture community, I think most people know who Kevin Smith is as well. Mm -hmm. um, He's also one of the coolest people I've ever met. <laughs> I would love to meet him. I actually... Um, Speaking of Kevin Smith, I went to the Clerks 2 um, premiere here in Sydney many, many years ago, mm -hmm. um, and he did a Q&A afterwards. So it was actually, they, they, they played it in a theatre, and afterwards he came out on stage and he did a Q&A where I got to, uh, I was one of the people that asked him the question. I can't even remember the name of the question, or what, what sorry, <laughs> the question was now. Uh, but <laughs> he he spoke for like more than two hours doing this QA after the movie. And it was literally got to midnight and they were actually giving him the wrap up. And they were like, had someone come on stage and tell him, and he's like, Oh, they're telling me I've, I've got to go now. <laughs> like, so <laughs> Literally we're kicking him off stage. Like you've been talking too long now. You've got to, you've got to shut up. 
stop taking more questions because he would have just he would have like sat there until all hours in the morning i think taking questions and talking about how much of a nice person he is he really loves yeah. it he loves loves engaging with the fans uh i i do have like i have a, a a cool story about him if you have time really quick yeah of course um I, so i went uh let's see it was november 2015 i went to reno nevada for a convention i was going because um adam west and burt ward were there and like i was having a lot of like i said earlier i have health issues um i was having a lot of issues i was i was getting ready to have a big surgery i was nervous about and so like this was like my getaway gift from my mom she's like let's you know go on a trip take some time away from all that awesome and uh kevin and jason muse were doing one of their shows there and then jason was going to be a guest at the con and they set up a photo op for just like one hour you could get a dual photo op with kevin and jason like a jay and silent bob photo op and i was like i'm never going to get the chance to be that close to kevin again <laughs> so i'm going to do that and you know it's it, that's probably the only time i'm going to get to meet him so that morning we were i was feeling kind of off but i went ahead and went to the con and i got in line for the photo op and my mom was like i'm gonna go look at other stuff while you do that so she left me alone and i was like i don't feel well like i feel like i'm gonna pass out and i tried to get out of the line because i didn't want to like pass out and hit someone yeah and i i started to get out of the line and ended up passing out like i got sick like vomited passed out oh, like no. it was horrible and it was in front of all of these people and it was right at the um entrance to the photo op so like i could see them <laughs> while i was laying and waiting oh. for the paramedics to come because oh. they had to call the paramedics for me and by the time i got done with everything and they and they got me back on my feet because i was just rough um kevin had left and i was so heartbroken so my mom's like well let's go see jason he's signing at his booth you know at least you can meet him and i was like yeah i guess <laughs> so you know hours later we went to do that and we were got an autograph and stuff we were talking and then we were getting ready to walk away and my mom said well at least you got to meet Jason, uh, you know, even though you didn't get your picture and he's like, whoa, 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 you, you didn't get to get your picture. And I was like, yeah, I, I passed out. And he's like, oh, I saw that. I, I, you know, I saw somebody had gotten sick and passed out. That was you. I'm like, yeah, I missed the, the photo up because I was uh, with the paramedics. <laughs> so he's like, that's terrible. He's like, Kevin left, but like, he's like, we'll take selfies and stuff. It'll be fine. And I, and I was like, okay, yeah, that, that, that does help. And then after a few minutes before I left, he was like, you know what? No, give me your phone number. I'm going to see if Kevin's still at the hotel. And I happen to be staying at the same hotel as Kevin. So oh, it worked out. He's So he's like, I'm going to get a hold of him. You go back to the hotel and I'll call you and like have you meet him in the hotel lobby. And I was like, okay. And I cried because I was not feeling great. And that was incredibly kind. I and yeah. Uh, I remember waiting in the lobby after he called later and he was like, okay, Kevin's going to be in the lobby at this time on his way to the airport. So he's going to be looking for you. Just go wait there. And I was like, okay, cool. And I remember like, I saw him walk around the corner 
And he's like locked eyes with me and I pointed at him and he pointed at me and I'm like, yeah, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> and he like hugged me, even though, you know, I'd passed out and I was sick. He didn't know what was wrong with me, but he hugged me. He's like, how are you feeling? Are you okay? And oh, wow. like all of this, I was like, yeah, I, I'm okay, but thank you. And then uh, he talked, we took pictures. Um, yeah, he, he was so nice. And, like to take the time on your way to the airport after you've had a long day was so nice like he didn't have to do that but exactly that was really cool exactly like he's such a busy man i'm sure like you know Mm -hmm. with these conventions when they're traveling in and out they're probably doing it in between other jobs you know like yeah so that is fantastic that he and uh, again i go back and say you know broken record the power of the community you know and 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 some of the nice definitely you know that can be within that as well um, mm-hmm. and look, I think that's a fantastic, that's a fantastic story. I, I wish I got a chance to meet him, but I, I definitely don't want to have to pass out to do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't recommend that part. Like the rest of it was one of the best days ever, but that part was terrible. So don't do that. <laughs> and your health issues, I, I don't, don't want to go into too much of that here, but you, you're, you're improving, obviously things, things are they're better. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a, an off and on thing. Um, on, on autoimmune disease so like sometimes things are better than other times okay so yeah oh well made covid fun <laughs> oh yeah i was gonna say look i mean you, you managed to kick covid right so you're obviously not too bad like which is good um look i just, i'm gonna wrap things up here but thank you so much for being on the show it's been great thank you for having me <laughs> um but before you go um where can people find you so give, give yourself a plug for socials where, where people find you and see this awesome collection that you're talking about as well uh instagram is angel young 13 uh same for twitter and my youtube is just my name it's angel young so yeah those probably the best places to find me yeah and and i think there's some some great um some great videos up there as well you know where people thank you see that yeah uh, and as i said i I was recently watching your your latest spring cleaning. Well. <laughs> yes, it is one of the challenges of being a collector is trying to keep the collection clean, right? When you've got that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's it's a good, honest video. I love I love those things. So thank you very much for being on the show. Um, again, uh, it's been great having you on here. And uh, thank you to you, the listener, for tuning in and then listening to the podcast. Uh, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. So thank you. If you liked the episode, please consider following or subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also join me on Instagram at Collecting Heroes, where you can see photos of the collections of the people that I'm talking to, as well as some of my own.